You're listening to Dexter Guff is Smarter Than You, and you can be too. The self-empowerment podcast where Dexter Guff shares his proven strategies to help you live an amazing life exactly like his, except it's yours. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I hope you're doing good. I hope you had a great week. Dexter Guff here. Ears, mouth. You know the relationship. Um, Very excited for today's show. So much to talk. So much to talk about today. Actually, first of all, let me get let me get to the bottom of this. Sharon Doyle. That's right. Uh, those of you that have been listening along, you know Sharon Doyle, incredible thought leader. Met her a few weeks ago. Uh, had a very special connection. Thought we were going to go the distance. I really did. Uh, didn't happen. In fact, I've had radio silence from Sharon Doyle. I can't. She, I can't get anything from her. This is the kind of thing that would kill a lot of people. Not me. Not Dex Guff. Of course not. Uh, I've just had to get a little creative as to how I am going to connect with her. Make this union happen. Uh, so that's actually something that I'm excited about for next week's show. You've got to listen to next week's show because I've lined up a very unusual guest. Um, because sometimes uh, to get to the bottom of something, you've got to sort of come at it from a side door. And that's what I've done here. I've, I'm through knocking on the front door. I'm going side door. In fact, some might even consider this guest to be kind of like lifting up a window and sneaking in. I'm going to sneak through that window. I'm going to see if we can't put this Sharon Doyle saga to rest. I hope so. Anyways, that's next week. Uh, Today's show is all about confronting your enemies. Now, you better believe I have enemies. I got haters. I got a target on my back. I mean, some of my haters are even family members. And so today's episode is all about me helping you confront enemies in your life. And I'm going to do this by example. I'm going to confront a few enemies today. Anyways, that's today's show, Confronting Your Enemies. But right now, let's do this. D, this is going to be fun. I dare you to listen. It's time. E, on your mental treadmill, what takes priority? Your goals or your dreams? Dexter Cup. X, technology, entertainment, design. Throw that out the window. That's old news. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Come on now. What was your biggest failure? No, no, no. Let me guess. I don't think you're ready. I'm Dexter Guff, and I'm smarter than you. All right. Uh, the name of today's episode is Train Your Brain to Face Your Enemies. I kind of come up with that. I like that. I like that a lot. It has a bit of a rhyme in it at the front end. And then, of course, what the point is at the back end. And I'm going to break this down two ways today. Uh, One way is confronting an enemy. Uh, And this is actually the feature interview today. Took it out of the studio uh, in a very unusual and interesting uh, change of pace. Paid a visit uh, to an actual enemy of mine uh, who happens to be my ex-wife's now husband, Ben. Uh, Enemy for a long time, this guy. That interview uh, shows you everything that you need uh, into how to effectively confront an enemy. So I think you'll enjoy hearing that. Now, the second way that I want to deal with training your brain to face your enemies is actually to recognize when somebody is about to be your enemy. And I'll tell you right now, I have got somebody that is pushing my buttons and we are right at that cusp. Talking about Mark Foster. I mean, even that name just drives me nuts just saying it. Regardless, Mark Foster uh, is almost my enemy right now. That's where we're at because he's suing me personally because of guff pills. (sighs) Claims to have... Uh, taken guff pills for 48 hours and now has a kidney stone the size of a grape. I mean, that doesn't even sound that big. I'd like to see the x-ray. Not sure if I can get that from him, but that's what he says. 
And so for today's thought release, I'm going to call this guy, I'm calling Foster, and I'm going to let you eavesdrop on how I deal with a potential enemy. I think this is going to be very helpful for you. So, so Tammy, are you ready to do this? Give me an open line, uh, and we're going to step into the Thought Palace now so that I can share with you my thought release. This is going to be great. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Please leave a voice message for... Are you kidding me? He's not there? This is ridiculous. This guy. Probably knew it was me calling. Didn't want to pick up. It's okay. Coward. I get it. Hi, Mark. Dexter Guff here. Uh, Just wanted to give you a quick shout. Let you know I received the paperwork you sent my way. Uh, Had a chance to peruse it. Kind of want to take a little step back here for a second. Uh, I think we're getting off on the wrong foot. Uh, and, and I'd like to see if we can't correct course here. Uh, feel very badly for you, uh, that you've got this stone. Um, I'm assuming that you saw 18 glasses of water per pill. Probably did. Hope you did. Hydration's everything. Keeps those stones away. Um, but let's not worry about that for a moment. I want to, I want to hit you up with a different fact. Okay. Did you know that 45% of all legal cases in America are initiated by somebody who feels insecure? Now, that number staggers me, but it also led me to do a little due diligence here. Uh, And by that, what I mean, Mark, is that I visited some of your social sites. I was on Facebook, I found you on Instagram, got a bit of a snapshot for who Mark Foster is. Bit of a sad picture, very sad eyes. And I think that's what drove you to the pills in the first place. What was it that you were looking for when you sent $640 my way for two weeks of guff pills? Yes, you've got a stone in your kidney, but there's something in you that's empty. A court case isn't going to fix this. This isn't something that you want to battle out for the world to see. What you really need is a teammate. Mark. I want to be on your side. Please let me be on your side. Please let me. The maximum length of this message. Son of a bitch. Are you kidding me? Tell me, get him back. Get him back on there. Press two. Press two. Get him back on, Tammy. Hit two. Hit two. Mark. Okay, sorry. We got cut off there. I don't know. I don't know where I was at there. Um, I'm not going to go back over this. If we go down the path that we are on, the path that you are leading us down, Mark, what we become is enemies. And trust me. Mark, you do not want to become enemies with me. I can tell you how difficult life becomes for those people who have crossed me in the past. A former tennis coach of mine became an enemy. Now where is he? He doesn't teach tennis anymore. He's a ping pong coach in Canada. A former business partner of mine. Somebody who was an associate. We started guff chicken breasts together. They were delicious. Straight from your freezer, into the microwave, hit high for two. That breast is steamed, ready, with grill marks. That's a guff breast. The product was delicious. It was a marketing issue. Needless to say, we became enemies. Where is he now? I don't want to go down that path with you, Mark. The ball is back in your court. You can either become my enemy, or we... You've reached the maximum length of this message. Damn it! Tammy, to me, to me, to me! Mark, Mark, Mark. You don't want to be my enemy. That's what I'm getting at. What I want to propose is a different path. That I become a friend. 
somebody that helps fill that void that you're searching for, somebody that can finish the job that those guff pills started. Fly out to California on my dime. Let's talk about this man to man as friends. Because all of this trouble that you're stirring up right now, I promise you, this too shall pass. Just like that kidney stone. And that, Mark, is today's thought release. Tammy? The mailbox belonging to Mark Foster is full. What? The mailbox is full. Are you serious? Please hang up and try again. Well, sir, can you backdoor message that? Well, how... It's ridiculous. Why do they do that? Why is there any limit on a mailbox anyways? What's the point? These things need to be bottomless. Because, okay. Mark, if you're listening, everything that I said, it still stands. Um, call me. Let's personally, let's do this. Let's meet up face to face. You don't let's please. Let's not make a court war here. Okay. It is time now. Uh, to hear a word from our sponsor. Uh, And today, we've got a great one. This is a company I absolutely love. Cannot recommend them enough. Of course, I'm speaking about Brunch in a Box. Do you love brunching, but you hate having to leave your house to wait in some line at an annoyingly trendy restaurant? Well, with Brunch in a Box, you can get a restaurant-quality brunch. Say this again. Restaurant-quality brunch delivered straight to your door so that you never have to leave your house again. Basic brunches start at $7.99. You can get a premium brunch with hollandaise and mimosa for as little as $12.99. Brunch in a box. What are you having between breakfast and lunch? I love these guys. I have no idea how they keep the eggs so hot, but yet that mimosa so ice cold. Very, very interesting box. Is it on? Well, make sure it's on, Tammy. I don't want to get all this audio. Don't mess this up. Okay. Incredible. I love this already. Um, (laughs) Okay, so as you can tell, we're doing something a little bit different for today's feature interview. Look at the paint on his door. It's all chipped off. Uh, Tammy and I actually took it out of the studio and onto the road. Uh, To be specific, went to Tarzana, which is amazing that anything uh, good came out of Tarzana. But this piece of audio, I'm telling you, is very compelling. Oh, hey, Ben. Hello, Dexter. Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. Looks like you got a fair bit of work to do this weekend. That door looks like a real piece of garbage. This is Ben Turner. Now, Ben Turner is married to my ex-wife, Liz, my first ex-wife. And um, so I don't know what that makes us. Uh, Ex-husbands once removed, I think. It's good to see you. It's It's been a few months, hasn't it? Yeah, you can be honest. I know how you feel about me. Hey, Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. Chelsea, Dad's here. And the reason that Ben is on today's program is because I want to help you. I want to help you see just how important it is to confront enemies, to confront your enemies. Now, I'm not confronting Ben as an enemy. I mean, that's I got over that years ago. But what I'm doing is I'm helping Ben confront his enemy, me. Because for nine years, I don't know why, I honestly don't know why, Ben can't let it go. So, anyway, sit back, uh, enjoy this piece of audio. Very helpful, I think. Very useful. Incredibly helpful for Ben. Think it will be very helpful for you. This is Big Ben Turner. Well, Ben, this is um, pretty big of you, actually, to agree to do this. 
Uh, this is important for my listeners so that they can get a sense of exactly how I can help you stop seeing me as an enemy. Because you're somebody that for nine years has just been eaten alive by my presence. Because you are somebody that just looks at me as your enemy. And I'm finally here to say, Ben, please, right now, now, you've got to let that go. Thanks, sir. I mean, it's absolutely foolish to refer to our relationship as that we are enemies. I, I've never considered you an en- ben, enemy Ben, don't at try all. to save face because now the mics are on. I'm not trying to you save can be honest. face, Dexter. You I've know. never considered you an enemy. I've, I've considered you a nuisance at times, but uh, I've never Okay, okay here we go. This is, a, I mean, classic. This is classic Big Ben. You know, ding dong goes Big Ben here. Uh, because as soon as I say, you know, uh, uh, we're enemies, he says, no, we're not enemies. Uh, but then uh, here comes this. He undercuts. No, it's not, like, oh, you're I'm, a nuisance. I'm oh, no, I really under- like you. You're a nuisance. Come on, Ben. Dexter, I've never ever professed to recognize you as an enemy in my life. That's a false statement. No, but this uh, is, I mean, this is, I mean, he probably don't even I, realize that it's happening. But when I come over, when I come over, I, you know, your shoulders rise up, you sort of twist up your mouth like you've just been sucking on a lemon, like you're trying to say something smart, but it just, it never quite comes out well, because you're just sort of fueled by that anger I'm and that not envy. I'm fueled by anger. I'm fueled by frustration. Yes. Oh, the, okay. Like, there, well, we <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yes. Because, uh, yeah, this, no, I'm, I'm not quite fueled often by, when you I'm, come over, it, um, you know, it's with purpose to, um, Ignite this false conflict no, that you, I, you know, seem I, to recognize. When I, when I, you know, both of a us, pop by to take care of whatever business I may have at hand, and I know Chelsea gets excited, and Liz does too, and and it's a difficult sort of moment for you to kind of grapple with. And and I, I want to go back to where this started. Nine years ago, um, you guys get married. Uh, you're still here in the what was my starter house, uh, you know, which is crazy. I mean, for me, this is kind of like being back in a high school dorm. You know, it's just sort of like wow. This is, I can't, this, I lived here. And, and so you're, and, but you're here. And that is correct. This is our home. I mean, I, after your marriage dissolved with Liz, obviously her and I took up and we fell madly in love with each other and chose to get married. And of course, this is something that absolutely did not sit well with you for whatever nothing, reason. No, okay. Well, I mean, um, first of all, you're putting words into my mouth. I would never do that to you, Ben. I don't think I've ever done that to you. Well, look, what I'm saying is that nine years ago, you know, I sure was I around? Of course, I had shared custody of Chelsea, so mm-hmm. I come by, pick up Chelsea, tail would wag, very excited uh, to see Dada, and you know that I knew that had to eat you up. Um, and then also, of course, I had some business still at hand. You know, uh, undoing our banking accounts, undoing uh, you know for tax purposes how we filed uh, a property uh, information in regards to the house uh, being bought out of the house. Isn't it interesting though, Dexter, that that's a uh a task and a procedure that should probably only take at most four months, and you dragged it out of a two-year period. No, I just wanted to get so. it done right, and it probably seemed longer to you just because it was eating at you. But in truth, it probably wasn't that Dexter, long. Let's and boil that was also my let's, first. Let's that was get my first to the essence of what this yeah, is about. Let's get about, to your problem. Dexter. Let's get to your problem okay. here. My problem was yes, my problem here it is, is and okay. how was okay how you reacted to us not inviting you to our wedding. Oh, Nine that's, years ago. Okay, that's what you, you reacted. Uh, okay, that's where you're confused. I I'm get not it. confused okay. about anything. Okay. I know exactly no, how you I behaved and you, how yeah, ridiculous very, no, it was. It wasn't about me not being invited. My problem. Okay, what was it about? Them, my Dexter? problem was that 
you were planning on using Chelsea uh, as the ring bearer, that you were going to put the rings on Chelsea's collar, and she would walk up that aisle uh, to you, and, and, uh, but nobody consulted me. Nobody asked Chelsea's dad. We didn't dad. have to consult uh, you, Dexter. Uh, uh, it had been uh, eight months since you'd seen do Chelsea. Do you understand how confusing that must have been for Chelsea? It wasn't confusing how it for been? her at all. She'd be like, I'm walking up. Okay, I know who dad, I know who dad is. That's, that's Dexter. I know who mom is. That's Liz. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know why I have rings on my collar. And nobody consulted me. So I was very, very upset about that. Absolutely I was. And? As, as an animal rights activist. And Chelsea was a rescue. And? As I have done in the past, I've apologized. And if that's what you need to hear from me again, I apologize to you, Dexter. Okay, but this is interesting. I think we found the kernel of where you went so far wrong. And what fueled for you this kind of long-standing feud. And look, I get it. I understand, Ben. It's not easy to sort of walk in the shoes or or in this case, actually literally walk in through the living room that used to be Dexter Guff's living room, you know, to, to sort of uh, walk in the hallways where uh, pictures of Liz and I used to hang. And I know, obviously, when you look at Liz and oftentimes, you know, Lizzie's looking off in the distance and going, well, what if? What if I hadn't left Dex? Dexter, can I ask different? you to remind you of how long you and Liz were together for? Yeah, uh, eight. Uh, you're you're uh, married eight. for eight months. Yeah. Yes, eight months. Yeah. That's right. Eight months. I've been married to her now for nine years. We're right. expecting so we our first a... child in March. What? And you've come what? to my home. What? To tell me about how my wife feels about me and our life. Who's having a child? Well, Liz is. With me. How? In March. She doesn't like sex. What? We're having a child in March, Dexter, and we enjoy our life. And for some reason, this infuriates you, and you find these reasons to come into our lives every six months to, to pick up some sort of chatter about this conflict or the uh, fact uh, that I, you to, and I will never... To pick up Chelsea, sometimes to pick up Chelsea. Well, absolutely. To have some time if, with her. If, if it is what you, you're, you're begging me to uh, admit, uh, do I view you as an enemy? Sure. Okay, Dexter, I do. Boom. I do. There we go. I you view you as an Everybody enemy. Everybody heard it. And there it I is. personally need to do the work to overcome this feeling of Dexter Guff being my enemy. Yes. Thank there you for is. helping me, Mr. Guff. Unbelievable. I s certainly appreciate you helping okay, me get past some, yeah, now, some now, of yes. my emotional now blockage towards this relationship I have with you. Boom. There it is. There you go. You've been guffed. That's what it feels like when Dexter Guff gets in there, works with you, has a breakthrough with you. Boom, Ben. That happened. That just happened. That's the power of Dexter Guff. Amazing, Dexter. You're absolutely incredible. I feel so much better. Incredible. Tammy, did you get all that audio? Wow, what a great listen. I love that interview. I got him. Uh, I think you heard that at the end. I said I, I guffed him. I got him. Uh, and let me tell you exactly what that was. That was reverse conflict manipulation. That's what I was doing. Um, and, and, and what that is, uh, is you offer up a sense of false vulnerability, which I think you probably heard towards the end of the interview. Uh, I sounded, oh, you know, broken or whatever. Uh, that's false vulnerability. That's what I was using. It's a technique. Uh, but that is what opened up the possibility for me to lead Ben 
to see the truth of the situation and then ultimately to say exactly what I wanted him to say. And, and that was the moment when the penny dropped where you heard it on the show. He said, you know, he, he got guffed that I was right all along. And that's reverse conflict manipulation. Very powerful tool. I used in business all the time. I just, I also use it in my social life. Uh, and you know what? I, I think if you go back and listen to the uh, interview again, uh, knowing the technique that I was uh, using all the way along, I think it'll be a different listen. Very interesting, worthwhile. Uh, now let's move on to some of your tweets. All right, let's do this. Very excited to get back to you uh, on some of the questions that you posed to me this week. A lot of great questions. Uh, First one came via email. Uh, Came to us from Carla. Uh, Carla, thank you. Uh, It reads, love your show. It's my new podcast. I would like to ask you if you do one-on-one coaching. (laughs) Okay, Carla, you better have deep pockets because I'll tell you what I do, but the hourly on that is a monster. Uh, anyways, I'll continue reading here. It says, I have a skincare line working on a new website to make it look more professional. Uh, I have one question. How do you meet wealthy people like yourself? Okay, great question. I get that a lot. You know, here's how I'm going to tackle that. Uh, this is what makes the most sense to me. Uh, I would look for a five diamond resort in your area. Um, something really cushy. Then I would cross-reference that, uh, on Groupon. See if you can get a Groupon to go to that Five Diamond Resort for a three-day weekend. Uh, On the first night, you're going to get names. Do sort of a reconnaissance mission. On the second night, that's when you want to make a big splash. And I mean that literally and figuratively. Uh, You know, cannonball naked into the pool. Uh, Just make an entrance in a sparkling gown into the dining room. Whatever it is, make a splash. Let people know that you are there and you are there to be reckoned with. Then, on the third night, you got to bring it home. Formally introduce yourself to everyone at the resort and pitch them on your cream. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's cream. Uh, you said skincare. I'm, I'm hoping it's not a, a hydration spray. Those are useless. I hope it's a cream. Uh, anyways, I've seen this work. Uh, it's actually how I became an early investor in a chain of poke bowl restaurants, uh, which I'm, I'm very glad I am. Very successful. Um, also, actually, uh, speaking about skincare, I have a line of uh, men's cream that I'm trying to get off the ground here. Guff cream. Uh, which is, it's a cream intended to harden men's faces to the elements. So you kind of put it on once, hardens it to the elements, and you really never have to put on cream again. Uh, anyways, hit me up if you think that's a good idea. Okay, uh, next one comes on Twitter. I asked, uh, on Twitter, I asked earlier this week, I asked, what are you building in your lives? Well, Octavia B. Martin uh, wrote, I am surprising my neighbor by building the foundations of a community helipad in their yard while they are in the hospital. Hashtag, you're welcome, Toby. Okay, well, wow. I mean, what a lucky sick person Toby is to get home and have that helipad there. Good job, Octavia. I would love to land there uh, should I need to refuel and I'm in your area. Finally, on Instagram, Caleb Chauncey, Chancey, Caleb Chancey, got there in the end. Caleb Chancey on Instagram wrote, I love the latest episode. Connor should have brought his Speedo because he got a big old swim in the hashtag guff tank. (laughs) <laughs> I love that, Caleb. Good call. Speedo on Connor. That would be a hilarious image. Trust me. Connor uh, from uh, episode four, of course. Uh, Connor, Tammy's son. I helped him out a great deal. He's become a bit of a business partner. It's not 50-50. Don't worry. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't go that far. But uh, Connor did swim in the guff tank. I love that. Good job. Thank you for all of your comments, all of your questions this week. I love hearing from you. Of course, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at DexGuff. Okay, what a great show. Wow, 
I mean, can you believe that? I faced some enemies today, too. Uh, and I'm really glad about how the guff pills thing went. You know, I mean, that is finally behind me. I feel good about that. So, whew, that's done. Um, and now, tune in next week because I have booked a very unexpected guest. I mean, this is unreal. You do not want to miss. Until then, this is D. Guff saying, out. <laughs>